What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, JVD, and welcome back to Season 3 of the FPL and Wine Podcast. What's up, guys? Jason here. Jason, it's it's been a while, but it's good to hear from you, man. How you been? Yes, sir. Yep. Uh, it was a long season last year, you know. Um, lots going on with all the cancellations and stuff like that, but we're back now and uh, ready to ready to kill this next FPL season. Um, just quickly re- recap, like, what was your what was your final rank last year? Final rank, I think, hundred and sixty k. Yourself? I ended up at three forty eight. So again, not not the best for last year, but uh, second worst of all time actually for last year. But you know what? It's all good. Right back into it. Right back into yeah, it. Yeah, moving on. Yeah, it's pretty crazy, man. We're like a week away from the season starting. Preseason's pretty much all wrapped up. Um, lots lots going on. Um, you want to start with like the player prices? Um, anything that stood out to you? Yeah, I mean, firstly, the the goalkeepers, uh, the premium goalkeepers are no longer like six million. They've kind of bumped them down, right, by half half a million. So Ederson, Allison, all five point five, kind of within reach. Yep. But I know a lot of people might be settling on those four point five million and then five million uh, goalkeepers. Yeah, for sure. Uh, even Mendy got a price uh, decrease down to five zero. And um, Loris is the other guy up there at 5.5. Um, I think I, I have him in my draft right now. He's a pretty, pretty good option because um, I think Spurs are gonna they're like gonna take more shots than uh, City or Liverpool mm-hmm. or, or receive more shots. I mean, so you might get some more save points and like penalties and stuff like that um, because of that. Yeah, the, the the pricing structure is very interesting this year. I feel like everyone's drafts who I've seen just like the team just looks insane. Like. You're able to have like Salah, Sun, or Holland, or you know maybe KDB. Someone has uh, plus a fully stacked defense and good mid-priced options all over the pitch. Um, do you feel like they made it maybe a little bit like easier than past years to kind of stack your first first eleven? Yeah, with the introduction of new players such as Holland, Perisic, um, and, and all these other premium strikers, Darwin as well. I, I think they've done well with the prices, um, but. No, I, you can't have everyone. So there's no way that someone's draft would have Holland, Kane, Son, KDB, Salah. Like you have to f- sacrifice right. somewhere on the table. So that's what makes FPL so interesting, and that's why this season is, is so unique, right? Yeah, it's always always different, always different. Um, yeah. So uh, let's just start from the top. We'll go from from Arsenal. Um, their prices are like pretty good, like pretty reasonable. I don't think anyone's over eight million, right, at Arsenal, and like they're they're like end of the season pretty decent they're ready to make strides for next year um what do you see there what are you what are you looking at um players wise strategy wise what do you think how do you think the team's gonna do yeah so you mentioned preseason and there's no one in better form than gabriel jesus oh yeah uh he kind of just uh joined preseason literally played almost every match and scored what two hat tricks or something like that. He's been he's been going crazy, man. And I mean, the ownership percentage is showing it. He's at like what seventy percent now. It's pretty, pretty insane. Seventy one. My God. If you don't have his use, don't really overthink it. Don't say, "Oh my God, uh, I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be uh, yeah, different this, and this get a different." Somewhere you go, get smart. <laughs> yeah, just get him in and leave him in because he will be hungry to challenge for that golden boot. Yeah. Um, I think the interesting conversation is not just his use, but. Almost in every position uh, at Arsenal, there's great options everywhere. Um, let's start with the the midfield first. Saka versus Odegaard versus Martinelli. Obviously, Odegaard is the captain now, but Saka is is eight million. So, what are your thoughts? Yeah, what are your thoughts there? Yeah, I, I like Odegaard for the captaincy and like being a little more nailed maybe. But Saka is probably just as up there in terms of like minutes that he's gonna play. But then you also have the added bonus of pens. 
Um, so I, I'd say it's probably a toss-up for me between... Like, I mean, the, all three are really good options. Like, you could even end up with, like, Odegaard and Martinelli, and, like, you'll probably do just great, right? Yeah. No, no, no. I just think, because um, I've done a few drafts as well, and I've had, for example, Jesus and Saka. What do you think of that double up? Yep. Um, do you think you should go for one of the defenders instead? Well, if you had to pick three out of the team, who would it be? Yeah. Um. So just touching on the defense real quick, I think Gabriel, Gabriel is a great option. Because um, if you look at their fixtures... uh. Just real quick, he's he's known to be pretty good in the air, and I don't think any of their first like eight fixtures have very good aerial defenders, uh, top to bottom. Um, I think he could he could be a surprise guy that just kind of chips in with like a random goal within the first eight ten weeks, um, and you're really happy with that at five point oh. Um, so that would probably be my pick out of the defense. I think Zinchenko is a little bit overrated. Um, he doesn't really cross very much for City, or, or he didn't really cross very much for City, and. Granted, that might change going to a new team, but I think he's more so his best strength is like recycling and ball retention. So he might do really well on bonus points, but not really show up in the um, goal and assist column. Um, but I mean, at five also a great option if you if you want to go there. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's between him, uh, Gabriel, or Ben White. Uh, ben White still still very solid option uh, at four point five. You can't really go wrong with that price, right? Uh, three Arsenal players uh, to triple up on. Who would they be? Sure. Gabriel, um, Smithrow. Uh, sorry, not Smithrow. Uh, Odegaard and Jesus. You said uh, Gabriel, Smithrow, and Jesus. Or you said Gabriel. Odegaard. Odegaard. Oh, Gabriel Mart- Martinelli. They're both They're both. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so Gabriel, okay, the okay, defender. Okay. <laughs> Odegaard out of midfield. Yeah. And then Jesus at forward. I don't know. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, what about Rams, though? Um, yeah, I mean, he's he's a solid pick. I mean, everybody had him last season. And he he racked up a lot of points. It's, it's like a a good defensive team, but not a strong enough defensive team where it's like, oh, the keeper's not gonna get save points, right? They're still right. So true. I don't know. He's he's in my team. Um, and then I'm still deciding on that third slot. I mean, Saka's too expensive. Odegaard is has that point five over Martinelli. So I I heard somewhere someone said like Odegaard's gonna be Arsenal's KDB. What do you think about that statement? Yeah, that's. I mean, yeah, being Arsenal's KDB and being kdb in terms of returns are very different though, right? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah okay but i mean he, he he could do just fine i think uh i mean if he's playing all the minutes and like continues to provide chances to guys like saka jesus martinelli up top um for sure he could he could crush that 6.5 uh price tag for sure okay awesome um moving on to the one of the biggest debates in fbl right now Hallen versus Kane. Who are you, or who do you have in your team right now? Why? Sure. Yeah, I have Haaland. Um, I don't see that changing before game week one, and it's it's kind of similar to the Jesus thing. It's just like, dude, if you don't start with some of these guys when they're like 70 percent owned, like which is ridiculous. Like when you think about these, they haven't actually kicked the ball competitively yet for the teams. Yeah. Um. So a lot can go wrong. Like you can, I could see Jesus like just screwing up a couple of chances when the big big games start. And then confidence is gone, and then we're we're like, oh my god, we have to transfer this guy out, and which would be fine, right? That's all good. But the flip side, when they're seventy percent owned, is Holland scores a hat trick in game week two. You went with Kane, don't own Holland, and you're just like your head is in your hands. Your season is done already. It's like two game weeks in, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, leading up to this this episode, in every draft, it's always been either. Kane or Haaland I've always been switching between mm-hmm. um, even I don't know if you saw the highlights against uh, Liverpool Haaland like I don't know what to say he, he just missed, missed all his right. chances yeah. all his chances he had a few man he just he did some weird stuff man I don't know what he was on but 
The thing is, Kane's a safer pick. And okay, first game week at home against Southampton. Of course, he's probably going to return. But you're going to want Haaland anyways like in that game week two fixture versus Bournemouth at home. Yep. Right? And that guy could score three, four goals in that fixture hands down. So it's like, might as well save a transfer and bring him in now and then go from there, right? Yeah, um, man. I, I think so too. I, I mean... I, you're you're 100 right. But it is right. scary. If, I, if I'm going by like purely like analytical, I would just go straight for Kane, just because yep. I I know what he's gonna do in the Premier League. Like right, like Haaland, he's coming in from Bundesliga. There's a lot of question marks about like City have had a ton of turnover in the summer. Yeah, I mean look at Werner, right? Werner came from the Bundesliga too. Yep. It, um, obviously there's levels. Don't get me wrong, but you know what I mean, right? Of course, of course. They're both top goal scorer too. Yep, 100. percent And like yeah, so I'm definitely worried about Haaland. And, um, you know, his... his and, bro, Kane's in. looked fucking stellar in preseason. He's scored, like, all the time. Yep. Man. The the thing is, I'm just more scared of the ownership. That's that's it. Like, it doesn't doesn't make sense to give up, potentially, like, your entire season within the first few game weeks um, just to try and do something different. Um, like, we can we can always reassess and swap Holland out for Kane in a couple weeks if things aren't looking too good, but you you may not get any points that like if you miss like a couple of braces or something like that it's going to be tough making that ground up okay so Holland versus Kane Holland wins that uh, that debate moving on to uh the third Liverpool asset I think we're both in agreement that Trent and Salah in your team they're not getting out until never never getting out basically um so who's that third slot between Darwin Diaz or Robbo and I know in Historically speaking, in the last two seasons, you've always kind of had Robertson at some point in your team. But now we've got two new assets on the board. Mane's gone. Darwin looked amazing in Community Shield against City. Could have scored maybe a hat-trick too. Uh, Diaz a little bit more quiet, but he, he is an 8 million midfielder. And I do want to keep that slot open. So please, I have Diaz in my team right now. But tell me, do you have any one of these guys? Yeah, I actually went. I went with none of the above in my current draft. I okay. Have, I have. I have Van Dyke. Making the template. I have Van Dyke. Um, like, yeah, man. Just go back through like the the historical points of Van Dyke versus Robertson, and he's he's always up there when he plays the minutes. Um, one seventy eight, one eighty three, two oh eight. Um, that's pretty much identical to what Robertson gets every year. Um, so I mean. Yeah, if that's if if that's the case, then like, why would you pay the extra point five? Um, okay, but let me so let me reverse the question. So you have Van Dyke, which is good. But if someone were to be choosing between Darwin Diaz, Robbo, how would you rank these assets and why? I, I would still put Robbo just up on a on a level ahead. Um, then Darwin, then Diaz. I think I don't know, man. It, it's it's really tough because, like you said, they're both they're both eight point No, Darwin is nine. Oh, Darwin's nine. Okay. Okay, then I would probably lean towards Diaz because of the extra points for um, goal and clean sheet. Just just based on that, I think he's more valuable uh, from an FPL perspective. I don't even know if he scored it. If he oh, scored you don't, in you don't think he looked that good? Diaz, no. but... No, I don't know if he didn't look good. I'm sure he looked good. I just right, don't know if he right. put up any, yeah. any numbers. But here's the thing with Diaz. He, If you look at that 8 million slot, I mean, who else do we have in that slot? I'm trying to keep that slot open. I have Diaz in my team. I've, I've chose, chosen him only because... What if I want to switch to a Madison or a Saka or Coutinho or anyone or Kulazewski? Like, I want that slot open. But it's between him or Robertson for me. And if, if I go Robertson, it definitely changes my draft a little bit. Well, like, okay, so if you want that 8 million slot, doesn't it make sense to have the the Liverpool guy then? Yeah, because then you can swap around easier. No, right? no, it does. It does. And that's what... 
That's it. Just depends on the way you play. Like right. I like to have a lot of midfielders. So for example, right now it's Digne and Diaz. But if I had Rabo, it would be Rabo and Martinelli. I like that, dude. I like the Rabo Martinelli shout. There you go. See, like it's it's, it's it is. It's tough, man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Um. At the end of the day, again, like my so my overall strategy going into the season is to just just go with the most own guys yeah just because i don't okay, i don't okay. want to i don't want to play get it safe in the beginning exactly don't wanna... man okay, okay okay especially like yo we have we have a wild card coming up um i guess we can kind of bump this talk up a little bit um we do have that wild card coming up like so we have three this season technically uh so one post world cup and then two after it i believe you mean one you mean one pre world cup and then one and then two after yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah, after okay, world okay. cup we get unlimited transfers so that's really very different um so, yeah, I think just playing it a little bit safer for these first few weeks. And then you can really, once things settle in a little bit before the World Cup, you can see who's catching form before that and transfer them in. And then you can have a wild card to reset post-World Cup. You can be a little bit more aggressive just before it, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but, yeah, for right now, I'm, I mean, I'm just going with whoever's safest, making sure I don't get burned by someone too early. Diaz is still 24% owned. What is Robo? Robo, I think, is actually eleven percent. If anything, he's more of a differential, eh? Did you know that? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Exactly, and I mean, yeah, that's that's pretty wild. Um, actually, Van Dyke is owned more than Robertson at the moment. What's Van Dyke? Thirteen. <laughs> okay, yeah. So I'm sure there's people like looking at Van Dyke the same way you're looking at him, and he's like, oh, Van Dyke is averaging 150 to maybe 200 points a season, right? Kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Like he 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 plays all more minutes, right? Like less likely to get rotated and stuff like that. So. Okay, so that's Liverpool talk for you guys. Obviously, us being United fans, we don't want to spend any more time talking about Liverpool. So <laughs> moving on to budget enablers. And I think this is obviously, it's always an interesting point of conversation in any season. But For sure. Uh, who has caught your eye, Jay? Um, we don't really have to go from forwards, mids, defenders. I mean, I know a lot of people know that Nico Williams and, and Andreas are the really the big popular uh, budget enablers. Is there anyone else that is maybe more differentials uh do you have any budget enablers yeah i have i have leon bailey in my team right now okay Um, nice i heard a lot of talk about him like last year i remember he was one third of Grealish or something like that (laughs) um but uh no he's uh like he's in my team right now at 5.0 i saw stevie g some good quotes with him and stuff like that um so i mean i've stuck him in my team at 5.0 i don't think like even if he's just playing like some of the minutes um it it should be fine having him. You know, there's there's five subs this year too, right? So um, players are going to be more likely to get subbed on yeah. if they start on the bench. So, I mean, if anything, it makes the bench even less of a necessity, right? Because if your starter doesn't start, he's probably going to sub on. Um, so, yeah, I, I just like, yeah, Nico Williams is a great pick for budget enabling. Um, and I want to go through my draft with you because I, I do have, like, potential to get him in. Okay. Um, but yeah, at the moment I have Andreas, I have Greenwood, and I have Bailey as my main like super budget enablers. Okay, yeah, and then for me, I got Bailey as well. Um, looked very good in preseason, has been sharp, kind of cutting in. Um, so he looks in form. Greenwood from Leeds, obviously, and then I have Dewsbury Hall. Is he four five? He's been pretty good. Yeah, he's five million. He's been pretty good in preseason. I've actually monitored him closely, and just someone that's like every time I've tinkered. I've always found him to be in my draft, so I might as well just keep him here for the start of the season. Uh, he defends. He's like a box-to-box guy, so he won't always get you points, but um, I don't know. Just have a good feeling about him, so we'll, we'll, we'll see about that. 
And yeah, I mean, that's pretty much about it. In terms of keepers, oh, okay, so keepers and defenders. There's an Everton uh, defender that looks likely to start, apparently. I've just been reading up. His name is Patterson. Uh, Seamus Coleman has been getting kind of hurt. He's 4 million, actually. So he's another one alongside Nico Williams that just, I would say, just keep your eyes on out, guys. Because if there's a 4 million that's defender that's starting in the league, you always got to keep your eyes out no matter what. For sure. You got to see what he's about, For right? For sure. That being Obviously, said, Everton, he plays very bad. <laughs> no, no, no. I get it. I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll see. And then apparently Kasper Schmeichel might be leaving Leicester. And Brendan Rodgers has said that they might not sign another keeper. So if you're looking for someone... Um, Oh, like Ward could just be their starter or something? Yeah, yeah. Ward could end up being their starter. So might as well just start with him and see what happens. Uh, I don't know. That's just something to kind of keep an eye out for. Yeah, that's pretty wild. 4.0 starting goalkeeper for Leicester. That's, that would be nice. Um, oh, yeah. What do you think about the 4.5 goalkeeper options? Because right now I have a 5.5 guy, premium guy. Um, what do you think about the 4.5 options? Like, mm, I like the 5 million more. I'm just going to do a 5 million and a 4 million. I think the 4.5s are not bad. And if I had to choose, right. if I have to rank three keepers at 4.5, I guess it would be Raya, number one, Sanchez. Yep. And I'm going to throw Henderson at last just because he might rack up a lot of save points. I like Guaita as well. Uh, Palace were okay, okay. Decent, yeah. I'm sure I'm missing season. someone. But yeah, those guys aren't bad. But like, if you're looking at 5 million, I think Ramsdale... Should be good. It's a pretty good Arsenal defense. Um, who else is there? Mendy. 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 And I think there's... If, if Chelsea managed to sort their shit out. And then I'm going to just throw in a cheeky little uh, David De Gea. Because why not? <laughs> yep. I mean, they got Martinez. They got Veron there. So, you know, Ten Hag, we might have more of the ball. So it's like, okay, less shots on us. Maguire might not be playing. So I don't know. It might, <laughs> it might be better. So anyways, those guys are there as well. Um, okay, promoted teams. Anything you've heard about these guys? Bournemouth, Not Fulham, Nottingham. All, we'll start with Bournemouth first. You, you tell me. Okay, Bournemouth first. All I've heard, and this is just me reading up on for, on forums and Twitter stuff, it's like apparently Bournemouth, like a lot of their guys are injured and Scott Parker said something about bad preseason and things aren't looking good. It might be a slow start for them. So, man, I mean, Hallen is definitely going in for me. And then also they play Villa for uh, game week one. So, like, Bailey, Hallen, like, just target Bournemouth, I think, at this point. That's what I've heard. So uh, I'm not really looking at anyone from, from Bournemouth. Uh, obviously, we've seen Scott Parker in the Premier League, and his sides do take time to kind of, like, adjust. He was with Fulham last season. So I don't know. I see a downfall coming in for this team. Um, Fulham. Do you want to talk about Fulham? No, man. I have no okay, idea okay. about these promoted guys. Okay. It's all no. you. Fulham, their best player, Harry Wilson, is injured. Do you know that? Do you remember that guy? He was at yeah. Derby County. I th- yeah, no, yeah. I'm not sure if it was... I think he was a Liverpool youth, wasn't he? Or he was, he was, yeah. So he's injured. So, I mean, they got Andreas Pereira and Mitrovic, but I wouldn't really look at these guys. I mean, Anthony Robinson at left back was a pretty good 4.5 pick uh, at defender, but that's pretty much about it. And then Nottingham, I mean, you do have Jesse Lingard at 6 million in the midfield, Dean Henderson at, in goal at 4.5 um but that's that's pretty much about it i don't really see once again anyone else so i mean i would say pretty much none of these teams are really coming in with a lot of momentum i know fulham wanna is this the season is this the season that they actually finally stay up stay up and then for nottingham it's just new beginnings i mean it's been so long since they've been in the premier league can they stay up or will they go down so 
Just target. Uh, do you think Mitrovic is a good pick? Uh, I'm I'm gonna stay away just because. Been there too many times. If I'm going for a third striker, no, yeah, that too. But if I'm going for a third striker, it's like in that seven point five column, or it's Darwin. It's Darwin or seven point five, like a Wilson, Bamford, Antonio, Watkins. But it's nowhere. I'm not going near nowhere near Mitrovic. Okay, okay. And then just real quick, speaking of forwards, um, what do you think about Vardy? Um, Vardy's what ten million or nine? He's nine. Yeah, if he's nine, I I would just go for um, Darwin, man, because I yeah. saw Vardy in preseason nine five, nine. and it's always sad to it's sad to say this, but yeah, he always looks like he's missing like a step, and Barnes and Madison are like carrying, and I don't know, I just like, and that's just normal, man, bro. It's and not, then he'll score fifteen goals at the end of the yeah, season. Yeah, maybe like, what the you're hell, right, man? but I'd rather <laughs> I'd rather I'd rather have Darwin, man. Okay. That guy literally had so many chances against City in what thirty minutes, forty minutes, and that's against a high level team. Imagine. <clears throat> Imagine the other teams, man. Yeah. So that's another thing, and that's what like will make FPL even more complicated. If this guy starts banging in, like he was doing so shit in preseason, and then all of a sudden four goals just like that. <clears throat> so, yeah. Um, and I think we always talk about this in our first episode. It's like majority of your of your draft, the gaming one, depends on who you see at within the top six or who you see finishing at as the top six. So for me, and I've kind of put my top six here. Ah, uh, fuck, man. Okay, I see Liverpool winning it, man. I just fuck like with with Darwin and 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 Diaz and you know Van Dijk is obviously well, he's been back, but I just after what they did to City in the Community Shield, and I know I shouldn't be basing it off that, but I just feel like they have a more consistent team now with Darwin. Jota will come back eventually as well to add depth. Yeah, you think they're gonna start the season a lot hotter probably than <laughs> yeah, City? they're gonna because yeah, they're I'm just not you. gonna draw points, and maybe it'll go to the end between them and City. Yep. But I feel like Liverpool is like Pep's Achilles heel or something, man. I don't know. He always loses to them. So we'll see. Yeah. I think Spurs will finish third uh, just because they've built a really good team. Dude, yeah. Freaking Conte, man. Came in, just spent a bunch of money. A lot of good players. Having said that, though, they do have to balance the Premier League and the Champions League. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I don't know what will happen there. Um, I put Arsenal at fourth, uh, United fifth, and Chelsea sixth. So, I don't know. I mean, that's just how I'm basing it. Obviously, it'll mix and scramble, yep. but what's your top yeah. six if you had to go with it right I'm now? I'm pretty much, pretty on, much on the same page as you. Um, Liverpool are just way more settled than um, any of the other teams in the league, especially. And then the quality level is just, like, you know, Liverpool City 1A, 1B in terms of quality. I just think um, Liverpool are a little bit more settled in terms of their, their squad. City have had a lot of turnover. Um, then, yeah, Spurs, Spurs, Arsenal between third and fourth. Um, Chelsea, like really, I don't know what the hell is going on with that. Those guys in terms of their defense, uh, and just, just, they're just missing something all over the, the, the shop. I think like, um, Werner might leave, you know, I don't, I don't really know what's going on with them. So it's hard for me to put them in the top four right off the bat and United, I mean, just a mess. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't really know what's going on there either. We've made some decent signings, um, but I don't think it's enough to take us above a team like Spurs. Or even Arsenal, who've yeah, and uh, that's why we'll finish bit. outside top four. But I say fifth or sixth, and I think you can say that as well, right? I mean, we're still yeah, gonna yeah. play good I, football, I think I agree. and we have Ericsson, we have Martinez, we have Malasia. You know, Ronaldo's still staying at United, so it's not gonna be end of the world. And we can still challenge for top four. We're not gonna go. We're not gonna make top three, but we can challenge for that fourth place spot, maybe. I, yeah, it's it's really heavily dependent on the signings and stuff too. Like, yeah, who, yeah, yeah. who really knows um, if anyone's if anyone's gonna actually come over. Um, if if Frankie comes over, that could be a pretty dif- different 
uh, outcome to the season, right? Um, so still a little bit to see there. But yeah, at the moment, I would put them with Chelsea, like just looking outside looking Okay, in. so that kind of, I mean, pretty much wraps up the talking points. Um, how about let's just take a dive into like our teams and kind of go from there because I think that'll kind of address a lot of things. Sure. Um, let's uh, sure, let's sure. start with your team. Is that okay? So Lloris in goal and then Matthews, who's a 4.0, just kind of there. Um, then Trent, Cancelo, VVD, uh, Walker, and Trippier. So I went with the back five. Then Salah, Saka, Bailey, and then Andreas and Murphy on the bench for midfield. And then up top, we've got Haaland and Jesus and Greenwood on the bench. Awesome. Okay, yeah, so five at the back. Uh, you've gone for a premium keeper. Is he 5.5 or 6? 5.5, right? Yeah, 5.5, five, 5. yeah. 5.5. 5. Yeah, sorry, there's no 6. What am I saying? Okay. Um, yeah, double Liverpool, which is good. Double City, which is good. I think with Walker, there's not really much upside, but he will get you that clean sheet. Yeah, I'm not really sure about Walker. That was one of the positions the thing is, I'm just like... Eh. You want to also stay flexible for that third city spot as well, right? Because we don't know. It could be maybe it could be Grealish, maybe it maybe it could be Mars. But like even Mars is eight million, Grealish yep. seven, so Gundogan, Bernardo. Do you think seven. maybe don't don't start with Walker so I can have that keep that flexibility? Yes, for City, yes, always. Yeah, I think okay. I think you're okay. good with Cancelo and Holland. Okay, I I think I th- I was I was thinking the same thing. Like it doesn't really make sense to triple up right off the bat. Um, I think you can switch even... Walker with Digne and just kind of keep or Cash and keep that keep that there um I, I don't really i don't think i'm gonna double up on villa though i i like you like Bi- bailey, and, bailey yeah, yeah okay yeah yeah i i mean uh walker can go down to nico williams too right and then i free right, up and, some and, cash and to make put up in, some, yeah put yeah, into yeah. the midfield maybe um what do you think about trippier we didn't really talk about newcastle very much but they've obviously strengthened over the summer no no he's i think he has the armband too he'll be on set pieces um no i i think he's a good pick um i just think for some reason, he wasn't in their last preseason friendly, so I don't know what that's all about. I'm sure he'll start against Nottingham, and, and you know what? It'll, I'm sure he'll return as well. I mean, it's, it's a home fixture against a newly promoted side, so no, I think it's good, but I do see you have Murphy as well, so I'm not sure if that's Murphy's. Yeah, that's just a throwaway, throwaway? to be honest. Okay, okay. Just, just someone on the well, bench. Like, I'm what is he, really a 4.5? About... Yeah, 4.5. Okay. He's completely okay. just, just so let's just go into the mid then. Uh, Murphy at 4.5 isn't bad, but there's a guy in Brighton called De Silva. Apparently, he's... Okay. I mean, Brighton have actually... I ranked the FDR uh, game week 1 to 10. It goes... The top four teams are Man City, Leeds, Brentford, Chelsea. So Brentford's up there with Leeds in terms of the easiest fixtures. So Brentford and Leeds do have an excellent run of fixtures from game week 1 to 10. And I... Yeah, yeah. So he's someone to look at. He started most of their preseason games as well. Um, they obviously lost Erickson, so they need someone with that creative edge. I haven't watched too much of it, much of him, so I don't know. But in terms of a uh, a guy that's at four million, four point five million, that's going to start for a team that has good fixtures. Uh, keep an eye on him. Okay, for sure. And I mean, yeah, like I said, Murphy's not really like a key part of my plans, so. It doesn't really matter. I could swap him out, no problem. I like the Arsenal double up. Yeah, so I went with Saka and Jesus. Um, I don't know. I mean, Jesus seemed to be a no-brainer for me. Just like he has 71% of the game owns him. Doesn't really kind of scares me going without. Um, but yeah, I went with Saka um, for the reasons I mentioned before, just being on pens and he's more likely to get all the minutes. Um, and he's he's probably going to be their primary, primary attacking like focal point. Like Jesus is going to, do his running and stuff like that he'll get a lot of goals i'm sure but uh, the main man there is for me still saka and i agree he he looked good in preseason um i like the fact that you have an eight million midfielder you're keeping yep. that I, I thought about like moving around right maybe if 
Mares or something emerges. Yeah, Mares, or even if you want to go down too, there's always someone that's cheaper that is probably on fire, like a Ben Rama or something like that. Rashford too, Sancho. Like you can go down to these guys, so it's good that you have that slot. Um, and then yeah, I'm the same as you when it comes to uh the forward, so that's fine. I would switch your obviously your second goalie, maybe it bring in uh Ward or something like that. But other than that, it looks good, man. Looks good. So five at the back, but it's gonna switch eventually, right? Or you might have more. Yeah, yeah, and I might end up starting with four at the back, depending on what I decide to do with Walker. Um, that could just get swapped out to a 4.0 uh, and then put those funds elsewhere. So I'll think about that a little bit more. I have also 0.5 in the bank with this current draft. Nice. Um, so I don't know what I'll end up doing with that, whether it'll go into the squad or just end up staying because, you know, pri- price rises always happen, right? You keep it, be keep able the to 0.5, move. man. Just don't spend it. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so my team, Ramsdale in goal, uh, Trent, Cancelo, Digne, Salah, Bailey, Rodrigo, Dewsbury Hall, Luis Diaz, and then Jesus and Holland. On my bench is Danny Ward, Perisic, first bench, Ait Nuri, and then Greenwood. Um, opting for a 3-5-2. Uh, I've always kind of gone with this formation in previous seasons just because I like... I just The midfield has always been really fun to play with, but like this season, it's different. I mean, if you look at my squad, three of my five midfielders are 6 million or under. So that's interesting. Um, you, you like the Rodrigo pick, eh? This was me last year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. He just... <sighs> uh, I like Jesse Marsh as a coach. Yep. He's a little bit more offensive-minded. Uh, Rodrigo's almost like a second second striker. But here's the thing. Last season, he was a forward. Yeah, now he's a mid. Right? Yeah, now he's a mid. So, and my team name is to to Allen back. So it's like Allen Road. So I just feel like that's stupid if I don't have a Leeds player in my team. So, you know what, Rodrigo's my guy this season, and we'll see it from there. I mean, he scored three goals in the last preseason fixture. It looked, like, on fire. Is I think him and Banford will be competing for pens, but the last pen was Rodrigo, too. Damn, okay. Yeah, yeah, so, and that's, yeah, so it'll be between him and Banford. Maybe Banford might take it sometimes, but Rodrigo took the last pen, so that was there. Um, Dewsbury Hall is just someone that, I like box-to-box midfielder, but I think this season he could actually get a little bit more goals. Okay. Um, he solidified his starting position under Brendan Rodgers and looks pretty... Um, and he's he's coming in at 4.5? Nailed to me. No, no, he's coming at 5. He's coming in at 5. Yeah. Um, Bailey's there, same as you. Instead of Saka, I have Luis Diaz. Okay. Um, so here's the thing. This is what I want to talk to you about. Perisic. Yeah, yeah. That's I was I was I was gonna talk about that too because first on your bench at five point five is weird. It is, but I'm I feel like people that don't have her are gonna bring him in, and you're right. Maybe I can start him over Dini or I can start him over sorry Dewsbury Hall or something like that. But I feel like he is explosive, and I don't know if you've watched that first half he played against Roma. He played at left back, um, but he was a beast there. Almost assisted or scored a few goals. It, they lost one zero, but. He could be a really explosive pick, kind of like James last season, where like he gets like eighteen points, twenty points, um, especially. Yeah, I could see that too. He played sixty minutes, I think. I think that's what they're saying against um, Roma. So it's like, okay, you're gonna play sixty minutes now. You should be ready for the start against Southampton. So yeah, you're right. He shouldn't really be on my bench. Uh, I'll probably just yeah, I would I would have started switch him, him in, sure. switch him in for Dewsbury Hall or something like that. But yeah, he'll he'll be there. Um, Ait Nuri is just. A creative little little guy like he's pretty freaking good i just think wolves fixtures 
like I mentioned to you, I did the FDR kind of ratings, and Wolves actually finishes last. <laughs> oh damn! So yeah, yeah. So I would. I mean, I know people are on Neto and and, and other guys. So I knew he's there. I don't know. I just everyone has their four point five million defender that they like. Maybe I might as well bring him down to a Nico Williams or a Patterson. Yeah, and get was, that that's, what I, that's um, what I was going to suggest. But like yourself, well, just squeeze that out. Like yourself, I have point five, point five in the bank now as well. So okay. if I bring Ainuri down, that's one million. Do you see anywhere where I can increase that one million? Maybe Dewsbury Hall for Martinelli, but I don't want to spread my funds too wide. But I don't know. Should I just go for that, or what are your thoughts there? Any recommendations? Yeah. So let's let's just start with Perisic. Um, so have you seen Spurs' options at fullback? That's what's that's the question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I have. And that's that's what's putting me off him. Like Reguillon, Emerson, Daugherty, Sessignon, and Perisic, like all five of those guys are gonna be competing for two spots. Um Perisic is actually I think he's the oldest one out of all of them, so I don't know. That's that's kind of where I'm at with that. I, I, I'm definitely agreeing with you that he's got the explosive potential. Um and yeah, like I mean, he's probably going to be their main their main guy. But does that mean he's going to be their main guy in the Champions League or in the league? Like right, I don't I don't right. know. Um, so that that's that's kind of where I'm at with with him. Um, I would like if I was you, I would probably use that to maybe like either downgrade there and start at Nuri because the first few fixtures for Wolves are actually pretty pretty decent, right? Like the first three mm-hmm. or four. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so if you're if you really like at Nuri, like starting him is fine. Um, Leeds, Fulham, uh, Bournemouth, Southampton, those games. Um, and then you can maybe find, uh, like, get another premium uh, for, for Perisic. Like, I, I was going to ask, like, do you like Chelsea defenders at all, or you're just going to stay away from those guys? No, I, I've liked Chelsea uh, defensively, like, last season. But, like, they, they lost Rudiger. And then, bro, me and you, As we had James. No, well, we had James last season, man. And he, he did, like, he didn't do anything for us, man. And it's very <laughs> frustrating. Yeah. So it's like yeah. I don't know if he's the pick for me. If I had him like at some points, and I was pretty, we were both pretty patient last season. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that was just hard luck, and you we just gotta like swallow it and move on and <laughs> kind of bring him back in. So no, he could be there, and 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 James is an easy downgrade to Parasitch, so it, it does give me that flexibility. Um, so we'll we'll see. I mean, you're right. I mean, I'm kind of walking into the unknown with Parasitch. Nobody really knows what's gonna happen there. Is he gonna be starting, not starting? So you're right. Yeah, so I'm wondering about Perisic in your team, and yeah, Dewsbury, um, you could like I, I think you could put those money the the funds from Perisic into that position, get someone like Martinelli or even Odegaard, right? Um, who yeah, I think we're both on the same page with Arsenal being like like third or fourth place probably by the end of the year, and um, yeah, that that'll probably sort you out, uh, and like I I mean you know I don't really like to have too much funds on the bench, especially like with the five subs coming in, you probably won't get any of those auto subs. So try and try and keep focusing on the starting eleven. Gotcha. Okay. Few things. Two questions. Number one, ASM. He's not no longer a striker. He's a midfielder. Six point five. That's actually really interesting. So just keep that in mind. Uh, I know you've had him in yep. previous seasons, or maybe our boy Tristan has had him. <laughs> Shout out Tristan. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and then second thing, what's your plan for Darwin Nunes? Um, like if he starts popping off, I mean that's why that's why bro he could start against Fulham and score three goals yeah, for sure. And I mean if that happens, like we're pretty much just strung up by having three Liverpool. But no, but that's what I'm asking you. What's your plan? Like what are your moves? Like for example, like just by the team you have right now. So for example, how would you upgrade Greenwood to Darwin, or could you do it in two moves, or would you have to do it in three? I would have to do something with Van Dyke, like drop Van Dyke and upgrade Jesus or something like that. Um, 
because I bet you that would be a pretty common move. Like if oh, upgrade has use, so you wouldn't even upgrade Greenwood. You you would uh, upgrade has use, eh? You wouldn't go for three strikers. Yeah, because I mean, it, if I have three Liverpool guys already, then dropping Van Dyke is the only one that really would work, right? Um, and then yeah, like it wouldn't it wouldn't make sense to go. Also uh, oh, no, but that's so that's what I'm saying. So then, if you were to drop his use, then you value Saka more than his use. Because otherwise you no, could do Saka out. We're talking about Darwin, right? Yeah, we're talking about Darwin, yeah. Yeah, so then how how am I going to get there? I would have to do like a triple move with like Van Dyke, Saka, and Greenwood or something. That's crazy. Yeah. Maybe just a wild card. That would be the wild, a wild card situ- yeah, situation. Yeah, because this guy, right I mean, if he starts against Fulham and nobody knows, but if he does, I don't know. It's going to be hard, man. He could be... He's, that's scary. Like, we don't have Kane, Son, or Darwin. But, I, I mean, again, it's not something to panic about. Just I, based on the ownership percentage, I, I'm playing it that way to start the season. Um, if if it starts skyrocketing and, like, we're like, holy shit, we need to get this guy in as soon as possible, then, yeah, I can talk about the wild card at that point. But just to start off, I'm, I'm pretty happy with just playing the numbers and just trying to keep things pretty safe with, uh, with the picks. Awesome. Yeah, so um, that's... Pretty much it. I mean, both of us don't really have KDB or Sun. Yeah, I, I, KDB, Sun, and Kane are the big big misses from both of our teams, I think, right? We're going for Salah, Haaland. Well, yeah, but actually, no, I would say Sun and, and, and Kane more just because we have Haaland. Yeah, I have no Spurs representation at the moment, and we picked them to be third yeah, place. Yeah, so, so that was... A, <laughs> that's, that's what I'm I feel like you're going to get them soon, No, though. for sure. You're going to get them for soon. For sure. I want to see yeah. who, who the starting fullbacks are, um, who's the their league. So picks. what if Perisic starts game week one? Yeah, that's that I would that would change my plans quit pretty quickly, I would say. Um, yeah, just not sure at the moment, so I don't really want to, don't want to guess that right just yet. Okay, so that's that. Um, if we move on to fixtures to target, uh, I think we've kind of named most of them. But Spurs against Southampton, um, Fulham against Liverpool, and then Bournemouth against Ashton Villa. I think are uh, Newcastle against Forest as well. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one as well. And then City, City go away to West Ham for their first game. That's always been a tough game for City to play. So that's that'll be a really interesting one at the end of the week. Uh, and then moving on to differentials, uh, I'll throw in Rodrigo uh, at home against Wolves. Obviously, Wolves are, historically speaking, have been a very good defensive team. So we'll see. But I don't know. We'll see. What, we'll, we'll see what's up with Rodrigo. Uh, I threw in Martial as well. Yeah. But who knows if he's going to start or not? I think he will start, right? Just because Ronaldo has only played one preseason game. Yep. I think Ronaldo will be on the bench for the first game. Um, anyone else that you recommend? Yeah, not 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 really. Um, I like the I like the Rodrigo pick. Um, should be. I I mean, if he's playing as that second striker and he's on pens, then yeah, you could get really really outsized returns at six for sure. And then last but not least, captaincy. Uh, we're both on Salah. Uh, if you've seen what I've written here, yeah, no brainer. I, I wrote something for you <laughs> in brackets. TC triple cap. No, I'm not. I'm not. Come doing on, that this year. man. <laughs> I'm not Why doing not, it this man? year. It was stressful the first last year, the first game. All right, no, you just want to save no, it. No, man, it's just, yeah, I'll just save it. The, the the chance of getting two insane fixtures later in the year is, like, is worth saving it. Like, that's that's the conclusion I've come to. It's fun, though. Dude, it's the last two seasons, I'm pretty sure you triple caps, right? Two out of the last three, I think. Yes, yes. Okay, okay. But I'll, I'll save it. I'll save it this year. That's the big, good, big, man, change, good. big change. Dwayne, you hearing this? Dwayne Francis, are you hearing <laughs> this? Jason's saving it. So let's see what you do, buddy. Um. Okay, well, there you have it, folks. Another episode in the books. Yeah, welcome back to season three, uh, Jason. Any any final remarks? No, man. Let's let's get it, bro. Back into FPL. Let's have it. Well, there you have it, folks. I'm your co-host Johnny. This is Jason, and this is the FPL and Wine Podcast. Signing off. Peace. <laughs>